0: Hi, how's it going? It is September tenth, two thousand nineteen. We are coming to you live from our brand new. You're welcome. Studio. Studio.
1: Studio. 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 Say. Studio.
2: St- That's not how you speak. Studio.
0: His name's Petro. He built our brand new studio that you are either watching on the zone or on the internet or listening to. Know that we have an entirely new studio that was. Incredibly expensive. And the guy named Petro from the England town put it together. He'll be our guest later in the show to get to hear all the background scoop on how everything's working. Mm-hmm. To get a real inside look at things, you're going to want to do one of two things. You're going to either subscribe to the show, tell a friend to subscribe to the show, or you're going to want to go to a live sporting event.
3: Ain't that right, Gumpy? You got it, pal.
0: Put eyes on the product. It doesn't matter if it's a a sporting event. It doesn't matter if it's a theater thing, Mm -hmm. a comedy show, anything like that. There is one company that has the greatest prices for the greatest tickets available to any live event. Petro, do you know that?
1: I'm about to find out, I think.
0: (laughs) Everybody on planet Earth
2: and the the moon moon.
0: know that the greatest ticket-buying app on planet Earth and the moon is SeatGeek. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you why. SeatGeek scans all the other ticket-buying platforms to make sure you're getting the best bang for your buck. Mm -hmm. The best ticket available at the best price available Mm -hmm. is coming to you Mm -hmm. from your friends at SeatGeek. Mm -hmm. Is that right, Petro?
1: I mean, I can't argue with that.
0: No, you really can't. There might be other companies that say, "Hey, we got good ticket prices." It's a bunch of shit and no. it's dumpy. Yeah. yep. Because it's nothing compared to our friends at SeatGeek. Right now, you use promo code PAT ten dollars off your first order. Promo code McAfee twenty dollars off your first order. Wow, now L- you're joking. Little self awareness. If you're from England Town and have a lot of money, use promo code PAT to get ten dollars off because you don't need the twenty dollars off if you're not rich yet go ahead and use mcafee get 20 dollars off your first order we need both promo codes to continue to operate it's good for business yep. pat mcafee 10 20 dollars your first order your friends at sea ladies and gentlemen we talked to a guy who's a legend uh not only in football but in life as you're about to find out he has a green chili that has a questionable future <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen mark schlereth <laughs>
4: You know, I saw I saw some of your, uh, what I see that, that you posted, the uh, The Patriots, you know, or the Steelers, they had their their one biggest, they got rid of all their problems, but the one biggest problem <laughs> they didn't get rid of was the Patriots, it yeah. was marvelous, tremendous.
0: <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, the man that you're listening to is a three-time, three-time, three-time Super Bowl champion, an entrepreneur, an incredible broadcaster, He's got his own podcast, he's live on the radio, and he called the Cardinals-Lions tie ball game this past weekend, I believe. Was that your voice?
4: Yes, that was my voice, my friend.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you've seen him on a couple of soap operas, he's been on Ballers, and I can't wait to hear his brain spew all over the waves right now, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Schlereth. a boy, Mark.
4: Yes, thank you. It's Uh, always a pleasure.
0: I really do enjoy your brain. You're an old school guy, but you have a way with words that you can explain things. I was intrigued about speaking with you today about the Antonio Brown situation, just because I think you probably have an incredible take on it. Was he a complete mastermind that got his way out of Pittsburgh over to Oakland strictly so he could get to the Patriots without the Patriots having to go through the Steelers?
4: Exactly. You know I think about think about this guy because I was, you know, I'm one of those guys that looks at it like, okay, what a turd, right? That's my first inclination. But I'm like, maybe you're just smarter than the rest of us because you got yourself out of a situation you didn't want to be in. Um you you basically did that through orchestrating that through your own social media and, and hired social media consultants to get that done which is crazy to me. And then I saw something on Twitter last night that made me laugh out loud. It was, think about it. He's perfect fit in Patriot. They both take people illegally. I mean, this guy is crazy. He's done such an unbelievable job. Uh,
0: sounds like there's a little bias against the Patriots there from Mark Schlereth and the rest of America. I thought about that last night watching that game. Antonio Brown got himself out of the situation in Pittsburgh. It was all going great. Best wide receiver in the league. Paid him. Good kickoff returner, good punt returner. And then Ben spoke out against him publicly and everything turned. A lot of people say, well, Devontae's perfect hit is when he changed. I think what happens is when you have that big of a chip on your shoulder, whenever you say, you know what, fuck him, I'm done with him, That's forever. And I think he got like that with Roethlisberger and there was no way coming back from it. He's like, okay, I gotta get out of here. So he gets himself out of that situation. It's a massive ordeal, a massive scene. He gets over to Oakland. and, And I said this last week on the show, I honestly believe he was gonna go all in with the Raiders. I think he was like excited to be there. Here we go, we got a whole new start something happened over there where he was like this ain't it and he was like i gotta get out of here him hiring a social media consultant and a youtube editor to get out of that situation is one of the most historically legendary things in (laughs) professional football history i'd assume but when he gets to the patriots tom brady and giselle are basically adopting antonio brown he's living in their house the patriots last night looked unstoppable we don't know if the steelers secondary just decided to take the whole game off and say you know what fuck it let tom do whatever he wants but that patriots team if antonio brown can buy into the tb12 treatment in the patriot way somehow they're only going to get better and better through this whole thing antonio brown might be the perfect fit not only for the taping of opponents thing but for everything else
4: (laughs) yeah you know what's interesting about this is this is like um, It's like the band U2, with or without you. Hey, The Patriots are going to be good with you or without you. We're going to win a championship. So do you want to be a part of the championship or do you not want to be a part of the championship? One thing that I think is interesting is Tom Brady has always allowed himself to be coached hard. He's given permission for the organization to get after him. So if you can get after Tom Brady, you're going to get after anybody. This is the most disciplined team in football. Defensively, offensively, special teams. Their execution is above anybody else in the league. And so you come into a situation going that you know what you're into. You either toe the company line or you don't. The beauty of the New England Patriots, think about this offensively, it's not about what we do right we don't have a system our system is not having a system it's about what you don't do we don't play to our strengths we play to your weaknesses we attack your weaknesses and there's going to be a point in time in the season where our running backs going to rush for 240 yards and you're going to get three targets and if you're not good with that guess what we won't dress you because we don't need you this is the first time in his career where he's not needed so maybe just that fact alone helps it work out for Antonio Brown. I don't know. Because I've always felt like he's a guy that, hey, he doesn't care about winning or losing. As long as he gets his 11 targets, he's fine, right? But this may be the one time where he sees himself with an opportunity to win a championship on a one-year deal, and then he can go out and, and do whatever he wants after that. But I don't know. This may be the perfect match.
2: The
0: thought of him having to sit back and watch the offense just complete, completely compete without him even touching the ball it's funny to think about how that's all going to go, because if somebody was to yell at Antonio Brown in the past, if he felt jaded, he was going to la- lash out irrationally. Mm. That's what he was going to do. He was going to lash yeah. out irrationally. Now he is going to have to fully commit. I'll be excited to see if he does it. Let's move forward. Tom Brady, by the way, he's only getting better <laughs> somehow. Mark, how's that? He's only getting better right now.
4: By the way, like how ridiculously handsome is he? Oh. Like. <laughs> Dude, I I just, every time I see him, I want to nestle up in that cleft in his chin. Just like a hammock, you know? Just take a nap in there. Just let me get in there for a minute. How
0: about the the eye black, too, that he puts on, like, perfectly every day? It's like a movie character. He's like a movie character.
4: He is. It's ridiculous. The guy is just, I just, I am, I've got a restraining order. He Or he has a restraining order, I guess I should say, against me. Because I just am, I'm such, I really have an unhealthy obsession with the guy. I do.
0: Well, Tom, Tom Brady, to your point, Vinatieri told me that there's been team meetings where Tom got, after a win, where Tom got chewed out by Belichick in front of the entire team. And I, I think that goes a long way in showing that anybody can get it, and hopefully Antonio Brown can handle it. Let's move forward.
4: Yeah. Let's you know, one, one last thing on that. I, I came to a realization, so I've done some uh, consulting. I consulted for the, uh, the Saints this off season. And I came to the realization: the reason Jimmy Garoppolo is not there is they probably had some type of handsome off, and and Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> came close <laughs> to beating Tom Brady in the handsome off, and he just had him excommunicated. And I thought to myself, you know what? I probably could not coach for the for the New England Patriots. I'm too handsome. No. Tom Brady's not at all. I get there, I be there for like three weeks, and I get sent away. I'm like, what happened? I was doing a hell of a job coaching. Yeah. Uh, you threatened Tom Brady in the him off. He had you excommunicated from the organization. He had his dad Robert Kraft send you out of town.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Julian Edelman has had quite uh-huh. a glow up since going up there. A lot, a couple dating, a couple models. Got that big beard in there. But you're right,
4: Jimmy. Right. Well, that's he's got to grow the beard because he's a handsome guy. Like, look at Danny Amendola's gone, right? Danny, Danny Amendola's (laughs) a handsome guy. Get the hell out of here. Either grow a beard or get the hell out, right? So he just basically said, "Hey, Julian, you want to hang around your good-looking guy, grow an ugly beard, or you're gone." (laughs) Boom, out.
0: Tom Brady's only weakness. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that he has a sense of uh, gets a his little
4: kryptonite bit of- <laughs> is handsome dudes like he doesn't want any of them around him you want to look really good hang around ugly people that's easy in the NFL there's tons of ugly guys on NFL teams tons of them
2: oh uh, Mark that is
0: classic Antonio Brown handsome guy uh, call God. Got the big smile. Can't wait to see what yeah, hair-
4: he's, he's already. But he already meets one of the criteria. He's got that messed up haircut. Like, <laughs> like you, you know a guy doesn't care. Look at that hair. Come on. He doesn't care about nothing, that guy.
0: <laughs> Literally nothing. The, the recorded conversation with Gruden immediately being flipped into a YouTube video. <laughs> It's just the the greatest lack of fucks to ever be given.
4: Right. right. Yeah. I mean, how do you do it? You've had that pre-produced. You're like, all we need is Gruden to call. That's all we need. For all I know, it was Frank Caliendo. He goes, screw it. We can't get Gruden on the phone. Get Frank on the phone. Have to say this. Boom. We're done. Like, I'm out of here.
0: I'll tell you what, man. (laughs) That's what Caliendo said. Let's move outside there. Patriots are going to be unbelievable you got a chance to call a tie yesterday a freaking tie we can talk about kyler murray and cliff kingsbury turning it on late aq shipley starting center captain leading the way there got a solo shot on national tv of him celebrating yelling with his uh tats all over him from moon township pittsburgh pennsylvania (laughs) we can talk about the lions being up 17 and letting it all happen and go to overtime and we'll get your thoughts on the game. I pitched this earlier as my overtime fix so that there are no ties. Because ties aren't, in the, aren't supposed to be in our game, Mark. Uh-huh. Here's my pitch. Tell me why I'm wrong. Okay? Okay. On one end of the field, Detroit Lions offense, Matty Stafford taking on the Arizona Cardinals defense in two-point play. On the other side, you got Kyler Murray in the offense taking on the Detroit Lions defense on a two-point play. Back and forth, shootout style. Mike Florio pitched this. Back and forth, shootout style. If they make it in, they don't, it's over. They make it in, they make it in, we go to another round. If it is tied after five rounds, bring the kickers out. (laughs) Spotlight, big intro like it's wrestling. Music, smoke coming from their feet. They get out there, and they have to kick from the same spot with both teams as a gallery like in golf, okay? If they they both make it, you back up five yards. They both make it, you back up five more yards. Until one of them miss, one of them make, that's a win. Count it just as much as a win in regulation. Let's get this place electric. Couldn't even fathom the gambling that you could do on that (laughs) now that gambling's getting legal. Why am I wrong?
4: Uh, I don't. I don't know that you're wrong. I mean, the tie just felt like so anticlimactic. You know, I get the. Ta- hey, if you want to do the way that's done right now, I kind of like the. I feel like the two point plays go two point, two point. You know, it's almost like a, a hockey shootout, right? Yes. Kind of like that, but all, only you would bring into the, the kickers. We <laughs> need the punters in there involved as well. How are we going to get the punters? Because I saw the breakdown. Of the punt that won the game, and it was <laughs> um, it was tremendous, right? I saw the breakdown.
0: Did you feel like you learned something about punting
4: there? F- I, I did. You know what? I was at the University of Idaho. This is no lie, and. Uh, one of our punt, we had the world's, we had the, we used to call him the the best practice punter of the nation. This guy could just root a ball in practice, seventy yards every freaking time. He couldn't punt worth the shit when it came down to game time, right? So we have this punt off, and our coaches, it was Dennis Erickson, goes, anybody here can punt? I'm an offensive bum. I Go, oh yeah, I can punt. So I went mano a mano. I ended up losing. Um, I went mano a but I was almost the punter for the University of Idaho. How about that? Hey, was that pun off absolutely electric, I bet? Like was... It was it was one of the most electric points of my career, of course. I never caught a pass. I never ran the ball. <laughs> so, um, the punt off for me was like that was the number one thing I think I've ever done. Ah, so it was maybe... the only time anybody actually watched me, right? And and like that something was announced where they weren't dog cussing me because I got a holding call, right? <laughs> holding sixty-nine or something. It was the only time that they they were actually applauding me for doing something on the football field.
0: Don't you think that's interesting though? Cause you're out there 60, sixty, seventy plays a game. Punter's out there five, six times, maybe. If he's holding probably eight, nine times. Uh-huh. But whenever the punter or kicker is out there, it is literally all eyes on you doesn't even matter about the snapper snapper isn't even being talked about he's a pretty vital part of the whole thing holder don't mess it up but the kicker everybody can watch and see if he succeeds or not for an offensive lineman it's such a task of the group that you don't really get singled out until team meetings where you get a big ass laser pointer (laughs) on you just circling (laughs) it. yeah every single move it's kind of an interesting thing that the offensive line doesn't really get talked about until something terrible happens or there's a penalty. There's no real positiveness until the, like, the team meeting the next day.
4: Right. No, I always say this is why. This is the difference between offensive linemen and defensive linemen. Like, I can whip your ass 65 plays in a row, right? Yep. Third down and 12, critical moment of the game. I get a holding call or I give up a sack, and I'm the schlub who gave up the sack. And you know what you get to do? You get to go to the Pro Bowl. Like, defensive (laughs) linemen don't even think about the game. Like, offensive linemen are completely motivated out of fear and paranoia. Nothing good can happen during a football game. There is nothing (laughs) good. It is
2: absolute
4: shit. So you just want to live in anonymity. You, you Nothing good can happen for you. Defensive linemen, I, I mean, I play with guys get their ass whipped in a game and come in the locker room the next day because they got one freaking charity sack and act like they won the game. They're, like, they're completely oblivious to the real game going on. And I'm like, dude, you got one garbage sack, and you're you're prancing around like you did something last night. You, they're they, had, they couldn't wash your jersey. There were so many grass stains on the back of your jersey. They had to ship it out and get a new one. <laughs> and yet you're celebrating the locker room like you did something. Defensive linemen, they don't even live in reality. I can't stand them. You know the funniest thing? Think about the funniest thing about a defensive lineman. You can have a quarterback get tripped, right? You want to see You want to see a, a defense. You want to see just four guys fighting. You a, a quarterback gets tripped up by the offensive guard and he falls on the ground. You watch the speed. Those guys are jumping over the pile to see if you can tag it first because that's a sack, right? They're just diving over piles like, uh, I mean, they're fighting each other to dive over a damn pile to get that garbage sack. That's defensive lineman for he can't stand those sons of bitches.
0: I'll tell you this right now. That was offensive lineman porn right there when you oh, just yeah. did. There's going to be so many offensive linemen that are like,
4: thank God
0: Stink said it. I mean, we've been thinking it this whole time. Uh, you got to respect their hustle, though, man. They get one sack a game. They get beat 99% of the game. They're going to the Pro Bowl, Hall of Fame, everything for the rest of their life.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, it. That's just the way it is. That's why it's unfair.
0: Well, you obviously did an incredible job at the offensive line position. Uh, three Super Bowls. You played forever. A couple different teams. How do you feel the new game of football is? Because, listen, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are supposed to be a ground-and-pound offense. And instead, he was throwing balls on the dime, but it does feel as if there might be a shift back towards power football, potentially, because teams are getting set up for speed right now. There's always like a cycle. Do you see that happening, or do you see the game opening up even more in the next couple of years?
4: Well, I, you know, it, it's interesting because if you open it, if you continue to open it up, you know, the one thing you have to do is you have to protect the guy that you're paying $100 million to. And one of the ways you can protect that guy is by playing a little smash mouth, is by slowing those defensive linemen down, making them respect to play action game and all that stuff. So uh, it, it's part of it. I think one of the interesting things, the way the league is constructed right now, is so many of these college teams, just they air it out. You know, it's all it's all spread. It's all air raid. They're not developing a skill set for most of these offensive linemen. And as I travel around the league calling games, one thing that most general managers you know, will talk to me about is, what would you do in order to teach like our offensive linemen how to play? Because I've been told by multiple general managers, you think it's tough to coach up the quarterbacks in this league. The offensive line, that's been the biggest disappointment. But the, it's the thinnest. There's a dearth of guys who can play that position. Um, because they're not being developed in college, and so it's an epidemic. And then you get into you get into the NFL, and you don't get to practice. You don't get to have pads on. You don't get to do the things that's required. I mean, there's no greater skill in the NFL than moving a man from point A to point B against his will. Two guys that you know are oh. incredibly strong that are all three hundred pounds. You know that that's a skill. And it's it starts from footwork, and it starts from you know driving through your feet to your knees to your hips through your hands. And if you can't do it, um, which most guys can't, uh, you're in you're in trouble, especially against the superior athletes. I, I always I look at it like this, you know, they're, everybody's a gifted athlete. Now offensive linemen are gifted athletes, but if the athletes that are on a football field were by far the last rung on the ladder, I mean, Pat, think about this. I have seen. A cornerback move to safety. I've seen a safety move to linebacker. I've seen a linebacker, you know, move to defensive end. I've seen a defensive end move to defense tackle. I've seen a defense tackle move to offensive line. Offensive line is the last rung on the ladder. You go from offensive line, you you go to fam. That's it. There's no. You, you don't go anywhere else. Like you, you don't go. Hey, you know, I was playing guard. But I think what I'm going to do is lose 12 pounds and go to linebacker. That, that doesn't happen. See, you can't do that. You go O-line fan. That's it. You're sitting in the stance. You're fat. That's the way it works. <laughs>
0: hey, Mark, that was incredible. <laughs> I just you know that was absolutely incredible what you just did there. Do you think this is potentially – and I'm setting you up to be an old man yelling in your front yard here. Yeah. Do, do you think the younger mindset and generation of – the offensive line is not a glorious position. It is a position where you have to sacrifice all the hype for somebody else to be better. You have to go to hand to hand combat and grit and everything like that. It doesn't lend itself to a guy like me or a lot of people that are kind of growing up now because everything's coming a lot easier via technology and all that stuff. Do you think it's going to be a problem going forward because of the mindset of future generation?
4: I you know I don't I don't think so because again you know there if you really have a desire to play in the NFL I mean there's this there's this kind of Peter principle aspect to your athleticism you know we're all touched by the hand of God athletically right I mean you don't play in the NFL unless you Have been touched by the hand of God. You've you've been you know gifted as a great athlete, and then the other thing is you also have to be you know you also have to have a little bit of a a loose screw. So you got to be a little crazy and exceptionally athletic. But you know you rise to the level of your incompetence, kind of the Peter Principle aspect. And you know there comes a time when you come to a realization that the only way you're going to keep that dream alive is by putting your hand on the dirt. You know you're like you know. I'm kind of looking at my skill set. and Yeah, I was really good in high school, and I played both ways. And then as college came along, you know, I started on the defense side of the ball, and then I moved to the opposite side of the ball. And at some point, you're just like, well, here's where I'm at. Like, if I want to make this dream a reality, this is the position I have to play. So I still think there's enough of those guys that – that love that camaraderie, you know, I mean, I always say the greatest thing about playing offensive line was being in that offensive line meeting room Monday after a game where guys are fighting to take responsibility for mistakes that were made, you know, and it's oh. it's five guys from different areas of the country that all have to kind of become one unit. And um, it's, it's a special room um, by a bunch of, uh, by a bunch of like just incredible people. So, I, I just have a, a great affinity for it, obviously. And I just, I just don't think that's going to change. I think there's going to still be people that want to play that position, mostly because they were forced to play that position because they're kind of the fat kid, mostly.
0: <laughs> hey, that was an incredible breakdown right there. I'm, I'm yeah, very, Yeah. You just, sp- Hey, speaking of hands of God, you spit some gospel there.
2: Yeah, a absolutely. Bit of-
0: hey, we're on in Italy, by the way. So the Pope might be watching. So I appreciate that God plug. You're helping us out yeah. right there. you really, um, what you do with the Saints? You said you consulted with the Saints? Are you talking about pass interference penalties? Or what what, what was going on now?
4: Now, No, they brought me in to talk about, um, I think one of the things that's tough about coaching the NFL right now is nuance. You you don't get a practice very often. Um, You don't get a practice in pads very often. And so what's been lost is nuance. So they brought me in and we went through their entire offense, their running game, their you know, passing game. They're like, all right, here we go. We want to run. You know, wide zone handoff, eighteen, nineteen handoff. Okay, tell me what we you would do against a two eye, a two technique, a three technique, a four technique, a four eye technique. Um, how would you operate the bubble? What do you do as a center? What do you like your combinations and all that kind of stuff. So we went through every scenario that you would face as an offensive lineman versus every defense and just footwork hand placement, hat placement, and, and what I'm thinking on every block. And so Jeez. we did that through their whole running game and through their whole pass protection game and um, and just worked through every particular scenario. And it was fascinating. At the end of the day, I probably got them to change seven techniques that they were coaching, seven or eight techniques that they've been coaching over the last however many years. Um, hopefully they play well tonight because, uh, you know, then I can, I can, it, like, here's the deal. If they play well tonight, I want you to talk about this. If they play like <laughs> crap up front tonight, then disregard this statement <laughs> because, you know, the, those sons of bitches just wouldn't listen to me. That's, <laughs> that's what we're going go uh,
0: Drew Brees just gets pummeled in the first quarter. <laughs> right. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, that's incredible. Who's in the room? Like, Sean, everybody's in the room with you there?
4: Uh, offensive coordinator to a degree, he kind of popped in and out. The O line coach, the assistant O line coach, the tight end coach. Yeah, there was you know, awesome. I mean, we just kind of went through it. Yeah, it was really it. It's one of the coolest things I've gotten to do because I've always had kind of this itch, and I've had um, I've had you know a lot of opportunities to to leave TV and, and go coach. Um, but uh, frankly, I just don't want to take a pay cut. Is, is my thing. <laughs> like, I just like I know like that I really like making it has never been a problem for me it's retaining it that I've had a tough time that the retaining part of it is is you know the, the tough part
0: yeah you can get the money you just right. can't keep the money
4: <laughs> absolutely yeah that is uh,
0: I enjoy life as well I, uh, I understand what you're saying I have a, a bunch of my boys here uh, they probably have some questions you mind if they ask you a couple questions
4: no please by all means good man Mark, you're a, a giant man who's very good looking. Yep. Uh huh. True. That's all true. Keep going. <laughs> Hollywood,
3: Hollywood offers. Have you been in movies? Do you get a lot of them?
4: Uh, I have. I've been in uh, one movie. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't seen it. The remake of Red Dawn. Oh, where I, I saw was it. Coach Dolan. And I'm I'm surprised they haven't uh, they haven't made uh, Red Dawn three: The Rise of Coach Dolan. I, I'm waiting for the trip. But it has not come my way. Um, Yeah, you know, it turns out, it turns out, I mean, I'm not really a good actor. Uh, I've gotten opportunities to do it because uh, I'm exactly what you said. I'm big and uh, I'm incredibly handsome. And uh, so that's why I've gotten the opportunities. But uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not what you would call good At acting? Yeah, that's not really what I do.
0: You were on soap operas. Weren't you on soap operas? You are on ballers? I was on...
4: Well, here's the soap opera deal, Pat. Okay, so I was on The Guiding Light. I was on The Guiding Light for two seasons. I had a recurring role for two seasons. Now, listen to the... Wait, 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 wait. The Guiding Light started on radio. Then it transferred to television. That damn show was on for 72 years it took me two seasons of recurring roles to get it knocked off air permanently. I mean, I was there for two seasons. I did 15 shows, and that shit got canceled. Like, how good am I? I probably right now, like, I'm on a hit list of all the people that were on there for 20 years. Like, I will probably be murdered because of my time spent on on the Guiding Light, there's so many people angry with oh. me right now. Like that some bitch got the gravy train killed right there. Oh my
2: god, <laughs> the thought of
0: you after the show gets canceled, laying down at night in bed, <laughs> honey, uh, you think that's because of fucking me? <laughs> it's a hilarious thought. Uh, thank you so much. Today. We interrupt this incredible conversation with the attractive uh, Days of Art, Nope Guiding Light actor what so it was Guiding, guiding Light. light. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, he is a handsome guy. He's just starting to open up. These stories that are about to roll into your ears, mm-hmm. by the way, you should be very excited for it. Oh, yeah. Todd, did you know all this about Mark Schlereth? I knew nothing about it,
3: except I was a big fan back when he was on The Guiding Light.
0: Yeah, I was a big fan I did well. see him. I didn't red.
3: really know him from football. I didn't know he played football. I just knew he was an incredible <laughs> soap opera. Actor. And now you know
0: that because of him, a show that was on for 72 years got mm. canceled. Yeah. So... I mean, that's something you'd take to the bank. Uh, Schlereth is incredible. You know this is incredible, Petro? Tell me. Lasting longer in a sack. Mm. Yeah. You guys have sex in Can't England? Can't argue with that either.
1: <laughs>
0: you guys have sex in England? Yes. That's awesome.
1: You fancy a good shag? <laughs> Give it
0: 10. <laughs> Sorry we interrupted this incredible Mark Schlereth interview, but we stop you to tell you this. If you're going to go ahead and fornicate in the sack, you might as well put on a damn show while you're in there. Mm. And there's one company that's here to look out for you, Gumpy. Thank you. Roman Men's Health is a company that created these swipes that you rub on your weapon and make it perform for a longer set of time. Put on a show tonight, Petro. Use your friends at Roman. And what Roman does is... They ship everything in little discreet packaging. So whenever it shows up at your door with free two day shipping, by the way. That's smart free. Free. Two day shipping. Mm -hmm. You order now, get it by the weekend, dominate this weekend, (laughs) put on a show in the sack with your Mm -hmm. friends at Roman. The swipes just go ahead and rub it on. There's no transitional properties that go onto your partner. So while you put on a show, they get to reap the benefit of it. And right now you go to GetRoman.com forward slash USA. That's GetRoman.com forward slash USA. That's GetRoman.com forward slash greatest country on earth.
1: USA nice
0: hey <laughs>
1: all right I was almost gonna say England <laughs>
0: <laughs> you won't get free two-day shipping with that but with get Roman.com forward slash USA get free two-day shipping with your Roman swipes last longer in a sack just take the swipes out of the packet, apply let it dry and you're good to go they fit in your pocket new wallet and whenever you show up show out with your friends at Roman shout out to them Gumpy pal shout out Roman Let's get back to Mark Schlereth. Here's a guy, by the way, he doesn't need these swipes, but you should not be jealous or embarrassed if you do. Mm-hmm. I mean, Zito uses these things every weekend. You heard about what Zito's doing with these Roman swipes, Petro? Yeah, he puts them on his fingers.
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. How do you think he eats so much fruit so quick? Working, working that sub down to the bone. Hey, calories don't count if
0: you can't feel them. <laughs> oh boy. Story of my life. Back to Mark Schlereth. <laughs> This next guy is an Italian guy, uh, degenerate digs.
3: Mr. Stink, uh, Pat put out a funny video yesterday about this. I want to know if you saw that, but also your thoughts on uh, Sweezy sacking Kyler Murray yesterday. Oh,
4: please. <laughs> <laughs> it is great, right? It was just awesome. I'm, I'm sitting there calling. Like, I go, I've never seen that. He tried to leap. over. Oh, first off, <laughs> Sweezy is 6'5" you know, 3'13", and he's just a strand of muscle, right? I mean, it's just, like, that guy doesn't have hamstrings. He has ham cords. That's, that's how thick he is. And he jumped. He must have he gotten out. He must have gotten about four inches off the ground. And he still almost, he only got four inches. He almost cleared. He almost cleared. That's how short. I didn't even think about it. That's how short that little dude is, right? Tyler Murray. It was great. Four-inch vertical, almost cleared his whole head.
0: The, um... You're not looking at like you're not turning around at like Tom Brady I'm thinking he can jump over him. Right. No, no, You know, what I mean? like, you're not turning around. Like you see right. in Sweezy's head there was a real thought like uh-huh. oh, I can get up over that. <laughs>
4: you know I mean? like, at right. One point he was like it, oh, yeah. what was the uh, what was the Inspector Gadget? He's like go go gadget way. <laughs> you know, just leaping right over him.
2: That
0: have been awesome. You said you had a follow up? No, no. That's awesome. Next guy's name's Frank. Just got a haircut, shaved his beard. All pretty happy about it.
3: <laughs> just right. trying to look as handsome as uh, Mr. Slareth here. That's Mark, uh, you mentioned your time on The Guiding Light. You didn't mention your character's name, Detective Rock Hoover.
4: Oh, yeah. uh, you also were on Ballers. Did you meet The Rock? Was the character inspired by The Rock? Are you buddies with The Rock? Yeah. Uh, yes, I did meet The Rock. I am buddies with The Rock. Um, I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a great story. I used to show up to the Broncos training facility every day. I was always the first guy in the facility when I played. Like 5 a.m., I'd walk in because I had about two and a half hours of rehab before I started watching film. Um, not drug rehab, injury rehab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Of so I would always, the first thing I would always do is I'd go get a cup of coffee in the training room. And as I poured my cup of coffee, I always read this plaque that hung on the wall. And this plaque is an anonymous quote, I read it every day, and it says this, You can easily judge the character of a man by how he treats those who can do nothing for him. And I've always aspired to be that person. I've always wanted to care for people, I always wanted to love people, I always want to have time for people. I I just have always been kind of wired that way, and it was something that was always really important to me and still is to this day. Um, as I travel around this great country of ours, and I get an opportunity to call game talk about football, and a lot of people have football questions, and I love to sit and talk with people. Um, I'm on the set with The Rock, and I've met him, and he's gracious, and he knows everybody's name, and the cameraman, and everybody behind the scenes, and we're we're filming this scene, and... We've got this kid that runs at 40 on the beach and then he, you know, gets excited because he runs a great time and he's running around, and he's doing backflips off the boat, and he runs up this tree and does a backflip off this palm tree, right? And we're all standing around watching this kind of transpires this stunt man is doing all this stuff. And we're fascinated because he's just doing all kinds of, you know, just all kinds of ridiculous looking stunts. And all of a sudden Dwayne comes bebopping down the way, you know, he's getting ready to shoot, you know, and he's got his calls in five minutes. So he's bebopping down there. We're all gathered around watching this. He watches this kid do a couple of backflips and do all this stuff. And he stops the whole production, walks up and says, hey, man, I'm Dwayne Johnson. And the kid's like, yeah, I I know who you are. (laughs) Tell me about yourself. What's your name? How'd you get into this? And he spends like 10 minutes talking to this kid. Thanks for being here, man. This is fascinating. Unbelievable. And meanwhile I'm sitting there going I watched the kid warm up for 15 minutes. I didn't say shit, you know. <laughs> I was like no. and I'm like here's Dwayne Johnson genuinely connecting with this individual and and that kid will carry that story oh, yeah. for the rest of his life. You're right? And I'm yeah. like you, you could have not that I'm Dwayne but you know you should have interacted you should have asked you you should have done those things that's who he is he is he is one of the great, most gracious kindest individuals and um he's just a wonderful human being man he's one of the nicest people on earth
0: I'm happy to hear that by the way wow. I'm very happy to hear that cuz he's the biggest star on the planet yeah. I mean his, yeah. his own production company I think they just netted $500 million off of Hobbs and Shaw worldwide, <laughs> mm-hmm. off a movie he created and the whole thing. He, I mean, he made $500 million in like four weeks. <laughs> and he's still great. That's great to hear because he's the biggest star on planet Earth right now. And he is also a very large, attractive man, mm-hmm. much like yourself.
4: That's a good point. <laughs> we- you know, although although he doesn't have this head of lettuce, because look at this thing right here. I mean, you you're do? either listen, you're either born with this or you're not. Like there ain't nothing you can do, right? I mean, you talk about touched by the hand of God. Look at <laughs> it. I mean, I, right? Come on.
0: Once again, the Pope is very thankful, or not? I don't know. Uh, you do look great, Mark.
4: Honestly. Oh, thank you. I appreciate, it. and I, you know what? And by the way. I am freaking yoked. I mean I am as Let's go. As the day is long. I, just, I tell you, the other day, I, I guarantee you, the other day I laid down on a bench press, 225, did it 36 reps, and just racked it, and was like, oh, what else am I gonna do for this today? Like I walk up I walk up to people who are working out, they got like one eighty five on them go, Hey when you're done fucking around, can I have that? Bench? You know, I mean right like Uh, seriously what are you doing here you're wasting my time i'm thinking about opening a gym pat here's my here's my concept my gym is going to be called uppers that's it uppers and people are going to come in and go i'm going to go like hey here over there is a bench, a bench press. There's a bench press. There's a bench press over there. There you can see another bench press. There's an incline press. And somebody's going to go, hey, what about a squat rack? I'm going to go, get the hell out of my gym. This is Can you not read? We don't do legs here.
0: Oh, my God. Absolute meathead. Mark, are you just going into public gyms over there in Denver and just punking these little kids that are high off their tunes in Denver, Colorado?
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I just roll in there and just throw up ridiculous amounts of weight, just walk out like it's not, like, hey, hey. just something I do on the weekends, boys. That's <laughs> it, you know? I never, how often, like, how often are you lifting? I go, I don't know, once a week, maybe never. It doesn't matter. I'm just naturally built like this. Just ruin it. I like to ruin kids' dreams. Like, I just ruin their. Like, they walk in, they're really working hard on something, I just walk in and rep it, like, 17 times. I'm like, Oh, that's easy. What you, like, one of the things I love to do is go, hey, can I work in with you? What are you doing? They're like, oh, man, I'm doing this bench. And then, they're, you know, they're struggling for two reps, and I do it 20 times. They go, that's oh, too easy. I'm going to go. And I just leave, you know. It's absolutely ruined them. Oh, yeah. How old are you? Oh, I'm 53. How old are you, 20? Oh, you're a weak little son of a bitch. And I just walk away. It's the greatest thing ever. Uh, oh,
0: my God. Such an offensive lineman. Such an offensive lineman. That is it. I wish I would be in one of those gyms one day. Hey, you should film yourself doing that. The internet would enjoy it.
2: <laughs> Get like a
0: candid shot from across the gym. Uh, have you ever have lapel on? Walk up to a group of blurred faces. Uh, what are you boys doing today? Bench? Oh, can I work with you guys? Oh, yeah, sure, man. Anything you want, old-ass dude? And then he just walks in there. All right, I'm done, boys. (laughs) You should quit. What a moment. Good for you, Mark. Uh, Anything from the back room there,
3: Todd? Yeah, Mark, uh, I'm just curious. How is the chili business going, and uh, what's your involvement in the creation process of that?
0: Great question.
4: That is a great question. The chili business is good, uh, and it's for sale. uh, (laughs) So. It's, uh, we're really killing it. Um, <laughs> had I, listen, had I known, man, what I know now, I would have found something else to invest my money in. Like I said, I can make it, I just can't really retain it. Um, it's, no, it's, been, it's been great, man. It's been, uh, yeah, it's been a 11 year, uh, it's been 11, 11 year labor of love. Of course. Um, and one of these days I, I think I'm gonna make a profit uh, but I don't I don't see that day anytime in the near future yeah. so uh, we just continue to grind. I had nothing to do with the recipe here's the deal some guy I met brought it to me so my last year in Denver I hurt my knee on the very first day of training camp had to have knee surgery now I'm a lawn freak I'm always in my lawn I have no hobbies I had zero hobbies all I do is mow my lawn. I mow it three times a week. I am a freak show. Such a like, classic old man <laughs> right there. Right. But no, no, here's the deal. My lawn is better than yours, and I'm going to let you know as you're driving by. Like, I'm just going to let you know that I've got a better lawn than you. Like I had a dude swing by my house the other day. He rolls down the passenger side window, and I've never met him. I take my little iPod headphones out, whatever, and I'm like, yeah. And he goes, hey, man, stop it. And I'm like, what do you mean, stop it? He goes, stop it. I, I, I'm sorry, I don't understand. He goes, just stop it. He goes, every day I have to listen to my wife, bitch, about... Mr. Schler travels more than you, and his lawn always looks bad. He makes every guy in the neighborhood look bad. And then he just took off. I don't even know who the guy is. And it was like one of the proudest moments of my... You know, it's one of the proudest moments of my just, like, manhood, right? Like, yeah, my lawn is kicking your lawn's ass. It is, yeah. And I'm not afraid to show it. I'm not afraid to tell you about it. So that's the only real hobby I have. So this dude had a landscaping company. I was playing. I couldn't take care of my lawn because I had knee surgery, and I was on crutches for 10 days. They were, like, non-weight-bearing for 10 days. And so he swung by, and he mowed the lawn. So I uh, – Found him in the neighborhood because he, he, I lived in a neighborhood that had, you know, five or six players and a couple coaches lived in it. And I find him and I, I thank him. And he says to me, this is God's honest truth. I'm from Alaska. He goes, hey, man, I make the world's greatest green chili. I'd like to bring you some. And I was like, "Sure, you're gonna bring me food? Great! I didn't even know what green chili was. I didn't even know." So he brings it by. I devour it because I'm 300 pounds. I'm like, "This is great!" And you know, we 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 started this relationship, and the next thing I know, we're in business together. And like, I, I have no idea how to make green chili. I just know it's delicious. That's I like, am and I'm gonna eat. So that's how we. That's how we started the business.
0: Hey, that was a good plug, though. Uh, before it goes out of business or gets sold, go and have the greatest green chili on planet Earth. You're from Alaska. How does that happen? I didn't know anybody who's from Alaska left Alaska. I assumed if you're from Alaska, you stay in Alaska, you do Alaska things. You have your own little plane, you fly out in the middle of nowhere. Maybe you get on one of them, like crab boats where they're like the people die on Discovery Channel, <laughs> yeah. and you just live out in this beautiful place that has the back door of Russia. I honestly thought that was the case. There's not a lot of people coming out of Alaska, I don't think.
4: No, there's not. But my dad grew up 112 in Broadway. He grew up in New York City. So we lived in Alaska, but we didn't do a lot of Alaska things. Like, I don't hunt. I've never owned a gun. You know, I I really, I don't like to fish. I like to catch. Like, there's a big difference to me, right? Some (laughs) people will be out there all day. Like, they'll be out there all day on the boat with the, the line bobbing, and they'll be like, what, what a day. Do you catch anything? No, but man, we saw some fish. I'm like, are you kidding me? I got about a six-minute window. If I'm not catching something within six minutes, I'm like, I'm out of here. These damn fish, are, these are, I'm in the dumbest place in the world, right? I don't I don't have any. I don't have time to suffer fish. You either jump on my line, or I'm out of here. That's, that's my rule with fishing. I want to catch. If like, I'll just go like, ah, it's great. Like, are you going to go fishing today? Yeah, I'm going fishing. Uh, I'm going go to go Safeway, like I'll go or Costco, like that's what I'm going to do today, because I
0: know I'm going to catch something there. <laughs> I'm the same way. I don't think yeah. I could fish if I had to right now. Uh, this next one is a beautiful mind, Zito. Uh, Mr. Stink, uh, I'm a big in-the-trenches guy. Uh, who's your favorite lineman right now in the league right now?
4: Oh, uh, Quentin Nelson? Come on. Yeah. I' so mean, good, is he? Huh? How do you, to Nelson, how do you, how do you not like a guy that they call Earl Grey? I mean, this dude is just disrespectful block after disrespectful block and then just walking his nethers right across your face mask, right? <laughs> like, just, how do my nuts smell? Like, I just, like, I just oh, my God. Like, seriously, when I was watching, I've never watched a dude on film like, I literally would walk into my study, put a tie on the door, and go, Honey, don't come in here. I'm going to watch Quentin Nelson. <laughs> okay? Like, I'm, I'm, he was like, I, I'm just telling you. Man, his college film was like nothing I'd ever seen before. I'm, I'm like, holy Moses. Just give me some privacy. Lock the door. Not a tie on the knob. I, I mean, uh, it's Quentin Nelson time, baby.
0: <laughs> he's got a handlebar mustache too now just doing it even more so for you I oh oh it's, it, it's
4: it, he is he's just phenomenal it's it is like music it's like a sweet symphony he
3: had another night night block yesterday when the dn was going up against the tackle yeah i saw and the dn tried spinning inside and quentin was just waiting for him there oh just watching <laughs> oh, the play yeah yeah i mean
4: just just absolutely just rolling over dude and just like Standing over and going, Do you even look bro? Do you even lift? You know I he mean He sounds just like, like you. Oh man. He <laughs> sounds like you. There.
0: Is that how, we play, how is that how you played, by the way? Were you just uh, a dog out there like you are to these little twerps in the gym?
4: No, no. I, I like I'm more like who uh Horton here's a who, you know. I'm just kinda scared of my own shadow. <laughs> I like
0: Yeah, sounds uh, like
4: it. Um, I did I never said I I mean I never said two words. I, I really didn't. But I will tell you my first game. My, my first and only fight. I've never been in a fight in my entire life. Um, and my first game in the NFL was in Philadelphia. It was against the Eagles in the vet. They were the number one defense in football. And they had, you know, Reggie White. They had uh, Clyde Simmons. They had Jerome Brown, Mike Pitts, uh, Byron Evans. I mean, they were loaded. I mean, loaded. And here's this little 10th rounder out of Idaho that's going to start a game in the middle of the season in the vet, you know, and they thought they were going to feast. And I was playing against first-round draft choice Mike Pitts out of Alabama, and I was opening a can of whoop-ass on this (laughs) dude. Just, I mean, give like he had no, he didn't know what he was in for, right? And my whole thought process was, I may not be good enough to play. It, but it, nobody's gonna punk me. I am not getting punked today. That was my like my only goal. I may not be that good, but you're not gonna punk me today. And so I'm opening this can of whoop ass. And he, I don't know, it's probably second quarter, maybe. He's just frustrated because I am tearing him up. And he took a swing at me, and I guarantee you, I went double fist punch, double amp in underneath the face mask because you can't. If you hit somebody in the helmet, miles, he Jack, really good. I tried to. No, I try to break his freaking jaw. I literally try to break his jaw. I was like, yeah! You know? And I mean, flags, I'm getting peppered with flags. You know, there's a whole there's a slew of people. I was like, I, there's one thing that's not going to happen today. I'm going to get my ass whipped today, but I'm not getting punked. Because I knew, as a, like I said, a 10th rounder out of Idaho. Come on. I mean,. Yeah, I knew they were. Gonna, I, I knew that was going to be something that I had to prove to the rest of the NFL that that I, I belong. So that's the first game, and that's the only fight I've ever been in.
0: Ah, oh, dude,
4: it's incredible. Hey, you're in
0: for a long day with this Schlereth kid. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, his first ever game, he did a double uppercut. Juicy <laughs> Miles Jack just got paid like fifty-seven million dollars. First game after getting paid in the first half decides to swing on. I forget who it was. And then when he was getting police escorted out of the stadium, he almost, fought, he fought it a couple of times. It was like, it was like when my mom like had to drag me out of somewhere. <laughs> and I you know, Like when I was a little kid, that's what it looked like. But he was holding his hand in an interesting fashion. He took a shot at the helmet directly at the helmet, which I think you right. na- nailed it there. You never want to punch a helmet. He did that, and then he was holding it interesting. I wonder if he broke anything. That seems like a dumb decision, but I'm not in the heat of the battle as much to know the right answer there.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would. I don't think it's ever a good decision to hit you know, a, a really hard piece of plastic with your fist. But that's <laughs> probably not, probably not going to end well for you.
0: Uh, Fox, you got anything for Mr. Schlereth? Yeah, Mark, I'll keep it simple. Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl this year? Yeah, I'm excited for this.
4: Patriots. Uh I'm yeah I mean how do you bet against the Patriots they're just they're just Stupid. first off Tom Brady might not be from this planet he might be an alien he you is? know he may be and and they're just coached better than everybody else I I like the Saints and I like the Patriots um you know I I think after the last two years the way the season has ended for New Orleans is don't you feel like it's just they're like karma like, all right, we feel bad about what we did to them the last two years. Come on, we got to let them in. Um, I feel that way, but I, you know, New England is is just the most disciplined football team on planet Earth, and they just execute. If you're going to beat them, you have to beat them from an execution standpoint. You have to be willing to go toe to toe with them and not make a mistake. And it's just incredibly hard to do. And they have the ability to do it.
0: Tom Brady and Julian Edelman are 40-0 and 0 together against AFC teams, if they're playing together. Tom Brady and Julian Edelman, 40-0 and 0 against wow. AFC teams.
4: Wow. That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I don't even know if that's a real stat. It sounds like a fake one, but somebody told me that. That <laughs> seems like they are stats. Hey, if it
4: was on the internet, it's got to be true, Pat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I agree completely. You know what you said about karma there for the Saints after the Minneapolis miracle and then the pass interference thing? Everybody yeah. probably assumed that about the Buffalo Bills, too, back in, there in the mm-hmm. 90s or whatever. They never got it. The four falls of Buffalo or whatever. That, that's, right. Yeah. They, they deserved it, too. I think Jim Kelly deserved and Buffalo Bills deserved a little something, then. I hope something happens good for Drew Brees. Those have to be tough off-seasons, man, thinking about that all off-season.
4: Right, the way it ended for two off seasons uh, in a row. I mean, are you at least the Bills got to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's obviously getting trounced three times in a row. Um, the one game was close, but they missed it wide right. But the other ones were, uh, I, I, you know, listen, man. Thank you, Bills. I was one of the guys that whipped your ass, Super Bowl. So, um, <laughs> I'm a big Bills fan, right? Just like. It's like a big, I've got a funny Raiders story for you, because, you know, I hate Raiders with a wide, hot intensity of a thousand suns, so uh, (laughs) Raiders, last time they were in the Super Bowl, which was before most of your cast was born, uh, I was there. Uh, So I'm out, and I'm out, it was in San Diego. Here's the other thing about San Diego. Now that the Chargers have moved to L.A., do you find yourself not saying San Diego? Like, I don't ever use, I don't ever say, I feel like it's like a dirty word, like San Diego. I'm like, Hey, uh, who are the Rockies playing? They're playing the Padres. I won't even go. I, like, <laughs> we've, ruined, we've ruined one of the greatest cities in America because I'm afraid I'd always have to think before I even say it because I'm thinking, wait a minute, am I allowed to say San Diego in this context or not? Because, you know, you say it on a broadcast, and everybody goes, <laughs> oh, the LA Chargers here? now. And you're yeah. like, oh, God, San Diego, I forgot, sorry. So anyhow, um, I'm in San Diego for the Super Bowl, and I'm out in the outskirts right at this event. And I got a four o'clock hit on Sports Center. This is back my ESPN days, so I got to get I, I got to get out. And so I call a cab, and it's like an hour and a half, and I'm down in the Gaslamp District of San Diego. So I'm I'm standing there. All of a sudden, this suburban pulls up, and I was like, "There's six dudes all dressed in Raider gear." And I go, "Hey, you guys going down to the uh, Gaslamp District?" And they go, "Yeah." As a matter of fact, we are. And I go, "Hey, do you think I jump in the suburban with you guys?" Jeez. And they're like, "Yeah, no problem, jump in." So I'm in the suburban, these guys are all decked out in Raiders jerseys, right? And I'm just sitting there minding my business. And one dude is I'm in I'm on the on the passenger side window in the in the back seat. And there's another dude on the driver's side window, and there's a guy between us, right? And the dude on the driver's side window keeps leaning over and kind of looking, looking, right? And it's getting uncomfortable. And we're in, like we're on the freeway. It's stop and go. We're barely creeping, right? And this guy keeps looking, looking, and finally goes, I know who you are. And I go, what? He goes, you're that dude that hates the Raiders. (laughs) I go, what are you talking about? Now everybody in the car is looking. The driver, because we're stopped on the freeway, he's looking. Everybody's looking, right? And they're all like, yeah. He goes, you're the dude that hates the Raiders. I go, what are you talking about? Because you're the dude that hates the Raiders that's on ESPN. And I go, no, you got me all wrong. (laughs) He go, no, that's you. And I'm thinking, this is probably not going to end well, right? He's like, that's you. You're that guy. And I go, I don't hate the Raider. I go, you have me completely wrong. And, And he goes, yeah, you're always dog cussing our team. You're always saying crap about our team. You're that dude. And I go, nope, nope. I go, I am the guy that played for the Broncos. And I go, but you have me all wrong. I love the Raiders. No, you're always dogging us. I go, no, I love you guys. You know why? I go, because in my six years endeavor, I was 11-1 against your punk ass. And the car goes, goes, it's got complete silence. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm either going to get taken out of this car and beat to death, or these guys are going to like, and they just started breaking out howling. And no. we became like best buddies. I mean, I still, I, yeah, there's one guy I still keep in contact with. It's unbelievable, right? <laughs>
0: uh, you're such an alpha. I can't fathom just being around you on a daily basis. You're such a hilarious human. Uh, this last guy's from Canada. His name's Gumpy.
3: I'm just curious of what you thought of Kyler Murray yesterday and how you think he's going to be this year.
4: Here, here's the deal, which is interesting, um, and I said this on the broadcast, and you know, it's kind of sometimes things just fall out of my mouth, and uh, oh yeah, after they fall out of my mouth, I'm like, mm, maybe not a great decision on my part. <laughs> so, at, like midway through the third quarter, they had three first downs. Theirs on Cardinals did, and Kyler Murray was awful. I mean, he's missing throws, he's inaccurate. It it was awful. And it just fell out of my mouth. I said, to call this offense garbage would be an insult to garbage. Like, that's how bad they have been, You know, which, I don't know. You know, I might get a phone call from the principal's office. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It's just how I felt at the time. So I said it, right? And so I'm texting with their GM today. Um, <laughs> so I was like, oh, shoot. Here's their GM texting me. Like, I'm going to get, you know, an earful, right? Yeah. But I was, you know, it was a, it was a great kind of back and forth. But I said... Here's the deal. If I ever played as poorly as he played early, i go, there was no recovery. Now I'm going to battle my ass off, and I'm going to fight. I'll turn it into a street fight. It's not going to be pretty, but I'm not going to flip the switch and all of a sudden play great. This kid played as poorly as you can possibly play for three quarters, and then flipped the switch and was magnificent. Like the 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 strength mentally to be able to do, I wouldn't, I don't, I'm not, I'm telling you, I'm not strong enough mentally to do that, and and to do that and to not get down on yourself and to continue to compete and then all of a sudden find your rhythm and groove and to be able to be that good, um, that's that's a talent that very few possess, and so mm-hmm. I have nothing but the re- respect for the poise and, and uh, the moxie that that kid showed.
0: Yeah, that would be tough, and just a fl- and then once you get hot though, once he got hot they got hot there for a little bit and then obviously they tied no winners which brings us right back to the top <laughs> ties are stupid uh but i'll tell you what there will be no tie for the greatest first podcast guest since our move <laughs> to westwood one hey stink you were absolutely incredible today i learned so much i learned that the chili business might not be the best investment <laughs> Uh might be a little bit of patient i learned that you don't like the fish you like to catch And uh, I learned so many other things today about the offensive line. And, Mark, man, I just became a bigger fan of you somehow, which I didn't think was possible. Ladies and gentlemen, please make some noise. And buy some chili, too. (laughs)
2: Let's
0: help the guy out a little bit. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, three-time Super Bowl champion, incredible mentor, consultant to the New Orleans Saints, unless they suck, uh, (laughs) Mark Schler,
4: That's my pleasure, brother. Thank you, man.
0: Mark Schlereth was incredible there.
4: It was so
3: fucking funny.
0: And the guy that was with us at the beginning and in the Roman ad... His name's Petro, who built Studio. Mm. You're about to learn a lot about him here in about the next 30, 40 minutes. We talk about everything, we cover everything. Gets you the inside scoop. Speaking of inside scoops, the Action Network mm. gets you on a fast track to not only gambling, but investing mm. in yourself. Yes. You can track all of the bets that you make on the Action Network app. You can also read all the intel you need to know about who's betting where and why. What's the sharp money doing? What's the smart bettors doing oh they're doing this what's the public money doing oh they're doing this well i probably shouldn't do that these people have big old casinos these people are broken the streets i'm <laughs> a bet with who the people with the big <laughs> casinos have and the action network has all that information for you did you know that petro i did not holy hell right now you go to getaction.app forward slash pat and you can track all of your bets you can track all of everybody else's bet you can even specifically fade somebody mm-hmm. for instance let's say Diggs, who's on a heater right
4: now heater
0: a heater right now heater. heater catches a cold in the gambling world
2: it'll happen you happens.
0: can go onto the action network see what Diggs is betting and fade him mm-hmm. because you can follow along with all your favorite gamblers plus it'll keep you updated up to the minute on whether or not you're winning or losing your bet if you see the green dot what's that mean Gumpy?
3: you're winning green you see that dot city
0: you see that red dot what's that mean Diggs? losing loser you don't want those. Mm-hmm. You want a lot of green dots. Mm-hmm. And you will if you read the information on the Get Action Network app. I love them. I'm a big fan. Made me a better gambler. Join Green Dot City like me and digs at getaction.app forward slash Pat. Back to the conversation.
2: Can we get we a good
0: are. shot of Petro sitting on it's the works. casting couch, please? This is, this
1: is the first time I've sat down in a month
3: it's <laughs> 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 your fault
0: it's not my fault <laughs> <It is. laughs>
3: excuse me sir hey tv ones don't have a signal
0: Uh-oh. that's a telestrator z it's messing with it right now Tim, Lou and Mike. is yeah, that my backdrop
3: that's just like that comes standard with the tvs <laughs> do you think he took that picture
0: I mean, I've been around. <laughs> what have you so broken,
1: Z? I, I sit down for thirty seconds and you break it.
0: <laughs> Seriously? All <laughs> oh, wrong input. Oh, oh, classic. Look at that. Oh, classic.
1: Yeah, that's what she said, Z. <laughs> <laughs> Not to him. Not to him. She uh, you don't know that
0: the English voice that you're listening to, who is currently sitting on the casting couch uh, alongside old Canadian Gumpy, is a British fellow who built this entire studio he's kind of been living in our office uh and when i say this i mean this a welcomed resident here
2: Uh not everybody not that doesn't
0: happen with everybody uh the guy who built studio studio uh petro (laughs)
2: all
1: right Hey. you're welcome
0: (laughs) (laughs) thank you petro uh pleasure you live in los angeles full-time i do and you just travel around building shit for the zone
1: kind of Normally smaller than this, or is it, shorter.
0: Is this the biggest task that you've been sent thus far? For Dazone, yeah. Oh, where'd you work at before DAZN? Uh In the UK. When did you move to America?
1: Three years ago, four years ago, three years ago.
0: Are you an American citizen? I am not. Neither's Gumpy. We can't even fucking pay the guy. <laughs> the whole couch. The whole couch. <laughs> he needs Visa tip, bro. Uh, he needs Visa tips. Oh, I
1: said, come in for us, Gumpy.
0: <laughs> lock, lock, lock the door. i had no idea it was this difficult to become an american citizen by the way i'm learning a lot through the gumpy situation i i had no idea that it was going to take this long gumpy's never going to become a citizen. not he's not allowed to be paid for his work in america surprisingly for a country of immigrants you're very selective <laughs> funny how that works out isn't it? <laughs>
3: yes.
0: at some point we went ahead and turned off the revolving door <laughs> Um
1: about a week before Gump put his paperwork
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty accurate probably yeah right, I guess um this, this stidja is incredible. incredible not bad huh it's very I just nice. put your latest toy in too look yeah we got a telestrate we got a touch screen yeah for those watching at home um I wanted it to be an active studia. you uh-huh. know what i mean i wanted to be you you're an active guy thank you will you say studia? Studia. <laughs>
2: this
1: is the
0: pat mcafee studio so what i wanted was the telestrator i wanted the whole thing just because if it had to happen i wanted to be able to do this one right (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) like yeah you see that
1: yeah it's nice thanks
0: (laughs) (laughs) what do these two have in common
1: accent couch
0: it's an accent couch
1: accent cushion yeah it's an accent it's the divide between us <laughs> yeah,
0: but it just everything came together in such a beautiful fashion here. How long did it take to build this studio? If you had to guess,
1: mm, the build like a week and a half.
0: But get it completely outfitted with all the technology and all the all the. Sh- I mean, we were pushing the eleventh hour this morning for mm-hmm. our live yeah. show. Yeah. I mean, there was buttons being pushed at 9:56. They <laughs> were like, "Oh, we got it. Uh, we're gonna be able to go live." You, you really, can't, you've moved into this office, oh, basically, yeah. and been working. Yeah, yeah. I have f- a groove in the couch out there. Man.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't sit in it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Will you ever come back to Indianapolis?
1: I'll be back to fix stuff that you break. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be uh, you know, I? Fo- be Foxy and Zito. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Foxy, and Z- have you been impressed at all with the way Foxy and Zito? Hit? Oh yeah, really? Well,
1: he should play the piano. Oh, maestro. The fingers out wow. there. Wow. Hey. Yeah, Petro, Quite I actually have a question for you. What happens when one of these cameras break? Because, like, we're not going to be able to fix that. See that? I have a very expensive premium rate number you can call. <laughs> <laughs> I will guide you over the phone. Oh, boy. What Skype are you? support can be offered occasionally. <laughs> what are you? Like,
0: what are you? Like, you're just uh, a British spy. What's That's your right. job title? keep yeah, it quiet, yeah <laughs> <laughs> you just gave it away. Shaking that S- stirred. Seriously though, you're just <laughs> Austin Powers. The, um, nice. Or what are you? You're just a tech.
1: Uh, tech operations director is my official design title. Ooh. And you just director. fall
0: to that title. Like, how's this? Did you go? Did you used to build uh, robots or something? Like, what?
1: I just kind of fell into sport. Yeah, I guess. I oh, started okay. in radio originally. On air. The beautiful art of radio
0: it is it's an intimate relationship with people we're excited to be back in there for two Uh to
1: paint a picture that people can't see Mm -hmm. were you a radio host uh no i used to support one and then i used to do sport so kind of in the middle
0: so when you say do sport that's just an entire category of things
1: uh football well my football soccer hmm cricket didn't worry, didn't rugby worry, worry. Speedway you ever seen Speedway?
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's right down here. It's Indianapolis, <laughs> it's a it's a town That's filled with a lot of uh, uh-huh. kind of shiesty shady people. Speedway. Also my speedway, favorite gas station. Yeah It is a great really, gas station for, here in the middle of America
1: uh, No <laughs> Just like local sports oh, so okay. rugby soccer Speedway cricket
0: and you would talk about these things I
1: do like some of the news reporting. Yeah, and then, uh, well, then went into like engineering
0: Uh, This is Petra coming to you live from a sports DJ. (laughs) Well,
1: I actually had, I worked for the BBC. So you have elocution lessons when you work for the BBC. You have a person comes in and they sit with you until you can talk so that your voice stays in one long bar when you look at it under a wave meter. So that's why everyone on the BBC sounds the same. Really? Less so now because now they're all about regional dialects and people being from your area.
0: Well, that's big because I have a terrible accent. Uh That kind of comes and goes depending on the words. Go ahead and hit that. Don. See that? <laughs> Our show would have never existed in Britain. Uh, Britain, I just learned.
1: Probably not. Not so long
0: ago. <laughs> but
1: now they like the region or they like people that sound like the people. Not everyone talks like the Queen.
0: <laughs> Speaking of the Queen, happy you brought her up. She is a popular figure over there. I wondered where that was going. Well, I didn't know how still you guys- I thought
1: you were going to reveal your secret crush.
0: I have a crush on the queen, sure. Anybody that can have six corgis, have everybody paying her, and she's uh-huh. always professional. Yeah. It seems always on. and Never happy in public, it appears. No, she's no, never happy. not allowed to smile? Yeah, you're not allowed to smile. She is not allowed to be happy? No. The queen isn't like, hey, you know what? <laughs> I still got people in Canada paying a tax to me, and she can't be happy about that? She's not allowed to be happy? Is that a real rule? I
1: doubt it. <laughs> it seems like so it's just it, very though. proper. Have you ever seen a very prim, proper, posh mm. person be overly happy? Well, they're, when, always, they're always just ambivalent about everything. It's like they've
3: just won the lottery. Does
1: this oh, happen? that's lovely. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Does this happen in like
3: Britain too? Like, when, you're, when you get like, uh, let off of a crime, you're acquitted or whatever, do they say the charges have been dropped uh, against the crown? Is that the That's a great
1: question Probably They
3: were saying In Canada That was the vernacular They were using Was that for what Uh, If someone was If like the case Was dismissed Here in the US They would say Mm -hmm. They would be like The charges have been Dropped against the crown Or from the crown That's incredible Wow
0: The queen though Very well revered Over
1: there For the most part Yeah Yeah I think it goes in waves Depending on Public opinion She's a figurehead right Easy. I mean no. she's Easy. a literal figurehead. Yeah. She's on stamps, money, coins.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's not making decisions.
1: Uh, She's not
3: making decisions.
0: Whoa. Yeah, I'm she sure is. she
1: chooses what she wears each
0: day. Well yeah. <laughs> well that's why she that's why nah, she's
3: so angry that. all the time because she's gotta fit in that corset every day of her life.
0: <laughs> the, the zone human no, that's 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 her husband. <laughs> Are you allowed to say am I allowed to air am I gonna get buried in England because of what you just said right here? Nah. Is he is he like he, he uh oh, I have no idea. It was just pure conjecture. Yeah, but you gotta remember you have to remember with me. If somebody says it with enough confidence, I'm I'm, I'm riding with it forever. Lock it in. Forever. Yeah. Like right now, forever, that dude's wearing one of them things. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I see him on TV, there'll probably be a tweet coming. He's gotta be so uncomfortable in one of them Kim Kardashian <laughs> body things. Sculpted things. I what have the they have
1: been renamed to?
0: What's that? What have they been renamed to? Uh body shapers. Spanks.
1: No, it was the kimono, wasn't it? Then everyone was like, You can't call you can't call that a kimono oh, that's been yeah. around she for thousands t- of years.
3: <laughs> of <mania. laughs> what were you
1: thinking? How all your business advisors should be sacked. <laughs> how sacked. Do you
3: guys, how do you guys yeah. feel about Megan? Markle. Now now you're getting oh, <laughs> that's good to, now you're
1: getting into the, the red tops and Yeah. yeah it's hey. going one way or the other, yeah. huh
0: we got an american princess we like that we're a big yeah, fan yeah, of that fans. The, yeah. an american has cracked the case
1: the big article that i last saw in on a uk tabloid was about tax returns so if you're a u.s citizen no matter where you live and work you have to pay u.s taxes mm-hmm. forever uh-huh. until you decide to not be a u.s citizen mm-hmm. that's yeah. what you're getting
0: into Gumby. Or was that in yeah. the guardian
1: uh it <laughs> might have been actually Look at him. hey hey you can read
4: Anyway. Canada. I thought we were a team. (laughs) Hey, Paul. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the tax returns. So she has to file tax returns, but she's now an employee of the crown. They don't want her filing royal tax returns to the IRS.
0: Uh, so, there's a whole ooh. big thing going on. Taxation without representation, but flipped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bacon's got to throw some tea. But, She's uh, got to throw some tea into a thing.
1: Uh, the, the IRS <laughs> says you have to declare gifts. So, as a member of the royal family, you're constantly given oh, gifts. Yeah. So, for instance, their baby has a baby trust fund that they've been given a bunch of stuff to. The baby is technically a U.S. citizen huh. under Megan's IRS return. So she's meant to declare all the babies.
2: Mm. Yes. Oh, I love this. Oh, it's a mess. I just love the UK this. UK's up, uproar about it. Oh, I wow. couldn't even find yeah.
0: that. So we got to send some of our money back to America, is what they're thinking, because basically that's yeah. what's happening. Yeah. I'm pumped up about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see how that all goes. Suddenly you'll
1: see the royal family are very poor. That's straight mental. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, let- <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, you need to let uh, your people know back there, like the royal family. The IRS some real gangsters. They're oh, going to mm-hmm. oh, hey, yeah. the get that money. The IRS is going to get that money.
1: There'll be someone on the door of Buckingham Palace.
0: <laughs> What's up, Queen? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that daughter of yours that's from America, she owes us at least 14 of these Mini Coopers. I mean,
3: she thinks she's pretty big, but they put Wesley Snipes in prison. <laughs> <laughs> <so>. <laughs> that is the litmus yeah. test yeah. for how big right uh, the corporation uh, is.
2: Yeah.
3: Welcome
0: back to the show. Uh, things are going really well about to wrap it up here mm-hmm. petro's got one more or two more ha-has in him. i think you're gonna enjoy listening to i had to stop to tell everybody this petro you can get as many massages you can do as many stretches and take as many ice baths as you please if you're not getting a good night's sleep you're not recovering properly Do you know that petro i believe it sleep is the answer. Last night I slept like a baby. You know why? Hmm. There's a lot going on. 45 people were in the office. We're launching a live show, worldwide live show. We got all this going on, this going on. I slept like a baby. Do you know why? How? CBD PM.
2: Oh, that makes mm.
0: sense. From your friends at CBD MD. It's a little dropper that has a mint flavor to it that I go ahead and take it, I put it in my mouth, mm-hmm. I sit on it yeah. for about 30 seconds, then I get some water and I swallow her down. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Then 25 minutes later, to a tea, almost every single night, um, out.
2: Like,
3: like, a a
0: light. Light.
2: Like, like a light, like a light.
0: I think we have to pay for that. I think you guys were too on rhythm that we're going to have to pay for that. That was too much of a harmony to not be billed. Yeah, Yeah. we're going to be billed by uh, October's very own. Um, Okay. Just got a heads up that this ad will be edited out of the Germany cast. So if you're listening or watching the show in anywhere but Germany, you should know that CBDMD is the greatest <laughs> remedy for you not only do they have cbd pm that puts you to sleep it's an incredible thing that knocks you out in about 25 minutes also makes you feel better because you're recovering mm-hmm. overnight cbd gummies are also a delicious cbd infused gummy that come in a 30 count of four mixed flavors Tropical, mixed berry, strawberry, and orange. Take about an hour before bed to help you relax and unwind. CBDMD is looking out for you and your body to feel your best. Right now, use promo code McAfee. You get 20% off. Holy hell. That's promo code McAfee for 20% off. Take your CBD PM, your gummies, make it a regular routine, and your sleep will be better than it's ever been before. Wake refreshed and take advantage of all that CBDMD has to offer. Big thanks to CBDMD. Sorry, Germany, you didn't get to hear that. Night. That's what they said to that commercial, actually.
1: That is. But your, well, your boss is editing it out. The nine? No, the CBD ad. Oh, gotcha. Who's boss? Zio, Evan, and Ty's boss.
0: They, they have a boss? Yeah. Who's their boss? Who's
1: that? You know exactly who that is. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back to the
0: conversation. How do you think this relationship with us and the is going to go?
2: Good question.
0: <laughs> Honestly. Well... How long have you been with DAZN?
1: Uh Well, that's interesting because DAZN new. I've been with the company that owned DAZN for five years, but DAZN a year. Mm. Oh, a year and a half. That's
0: how you got the job because you are with the company for five years. Kind of got up there. Mm. Okay, we got this guy, Petra. He talks about sport and he, uh, <laughs> he knows the tech stuff pretty yeah.
1: good. He can plug in some cables. He'll do the job.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you what. You are an impressive individual. Uh-huh. I mean, honestly, mm, you very thanks. are.
3: The, I have a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do. You are like a better Zito.
1: <laughs> Wait, what was that supposed to mean? Better accent means my liver and kidneys are in way better condition <laughs> than that oh pate no. you're carrying. Around.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Oh no. you uh, liver no. not deserve that. <laughs> There's a new rivalry in our office that has captivated everybody. Yeah. Originally, it was Todd versus technology. <laughs> uh, Todd McComas would battle against technology. Hard. Anybody I can could get it. It. Emails. Uh delivery systems. A t shirt company? T shirt, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody could get it because he battled with tech. Todd versus tech was a real problem. I like it. Now it seems as if the entire office had moved on to our new favorite rivalry. Wow, say that 10 times yeah. fast. <laughs> Petro and Zito have had an incredible rivalry. It's pretty it, epic. It is. It is very epic. Yeah. And it's been a one-sided battle. I was going to say, I don't
3: even know if you can call it a rivalry. It's almost mean? like a bug going into the windshield. They, they did have a moment at about midnight on Saturday Shh, night. I'm you doing? can bro. Petro looked at him and he said, Zito. You actually might be a little bit useful.
0: Stop <laughs> <laughs> it all, you guys.
1: That is hundred percent true. That is the exact <laughs> sentence he up. said. Yeah. Now
0: I know why they keep you around. Yeah, it hey, was a, a British accent, though. Yeah, uh. in a British ac- no shit. <laughs> 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 Broke character quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: he's spoken it.
3: <laughs> oh shit!
4: <laughs> I'll tell you what, Zito, no way. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> keep you around. <laughs> um no, not completely useless. Fact. Thank
3: you. Is this you're, not, you're is welcome. This, is this is Pat's relationship with The Zone is this completely a new thing for The Zone? Oh yeah. It's the first time I've ever this, done anything this like this.
1: This is The Zone's very first studio. the And that's, that's anywhere in the world. Oh, that's that's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. That's so amazing. So we have pop-up studios like for the boxing Uh we'll build a studio you know for the night somewhere Mm -hmm. but this is the very first one that's fixed in a building for a show and you guys
0: have offices in Tokyo correct Munich correct uh London
1: two or three there three Yeah. yeah
0: New York City New York Los Angeles nope you just live there yep rebel (laughs)
1: <laughs> and Jamie Horowitz lives there as well.
0: But the only real fixed studio is in Indianapolis. Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. That's incredible.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Yeah,
0: we're very lucky that the zone decided to team up with us. Yeah, I Are have you? no idea what to expect from the whole thing. Honestly, I have no idea. Just I'm pretty pumped up about
1: it. Yeah, just be you.
0: That's everybody saying. Yeah, that sounds. But we like did. A we did have a GD dropped by the call, a goddamn yeah. by a caller. Yeah. first caller and right before i go on air i'm i'm stopped by one of the zone execs <laughs> go uh just quick heads up congratulations i'm like thank you like yeah congrats to you too by the way first real studio you guys built he's like no we just got cleared for italy day one italy Dazone would like you yeah. i'm like that's incredible they're like yeah italy asked for a couple things they said uh the occasional fuck is no problem just go ahead and let that fly nice uh but they are a catholic country please don't say anything about uh, God or Jesus. <laughs> and I was like, okay, and he was like, for instance, God damn it, not good for <laughs> Italy. I was like, You got it. I, I don't really say I say God damn it anyways, that's not a big deal. First caller's like, uh, the God damn <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought about the Pope like watching in his like uh, in his little Pope Mobile or whatever. You probably
1: need a picture of the Pope in here just to oh, we we
0: probably should, should. Oh. Salute each
1: day. Mm. Yeah. Great idea. Which, right there. Or one of the little Pope bobble, yeah, bubble heads. Little it's bubble head on mm-hmm. your desk. You're probably should get a Bible for the table, too. I, I mean, that'll be in flames. I
3: wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> It'll burst into flames. take it easy.
0: Uh, take it easy, Petro. Jeez. We're trying to win over the Pope, not just make him assume oh, that okay. everything's yeah. terrible. I, I would like to think of the Pope watching our show, by the way.
3: I bet he does. That would be good. I bet he he's does. tuning in today. Oh, is that him? Speaking the devil. Hey, he's got nothing better to do. see. Here's the thing about the Pope. No, <laughs> okay. no, <you're>
0: not <laughs> not. <laughs> we just, just lost, lost. it all. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we did. He would look better with a mustache, though. I agree. I'm not doing it. I'm not
3: going to do it. This guy is a. He, he's he's a, a, a young guy. He's an act. He is in that, Pope that's, years. That's Jude Law. That's the HBO show. Yeah, you're right. I knew he looked. Thought that was a real thing.
0: This is an active Pope, though. He's yeah. an active guy He's mm-hmm. out in the community He's Chatty. doing a lot of this he's he on Twitter
3: p- He's got a Ferrari
0: No he's got the Popemobile
3: oh. hey, You don't need a Ferrari If you got the Popemobile yeah. I thought No I thought one of the Popes Had a Ferrari
0: This guy's probably the guy If it, any Pope had a Ferrari It'd be this particular Pope With the Ferrari Well
3: it's Italian made So he's allowed to drive around Exactly True. I mean,
0: Do they
1: do they still choose Popes? Oh yeah The same way With the whole yep. seat situation mm-hmm. And everything And the smoke Smoke comes yeah. up When mm-hmm. white smoke comes like That's the how seat, you know The seat has a hole in And a quick uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true, right? Are you? This so when, is Petro. So, so when they choose the Pope, there's there was way back when, like hundreds, and hundreds of years ago, there was a woman who tried to trick people into thinking she was dressed as a as a clergyman, as a Pope. And so they had a hole cut in the seat after this so that the Pope sits on it so that everything drops through and they just give it a quick to make sure it's a man. Not is this, what you, guys, a woman. this really? is what you guys yeah. get taught in history over there in England? I mean... I don't know where I found this from, but it's <laughs> in my head. so <laughs>
0: It's real. Because it be it's true. just like what you said with the spanks <laughs> exactly. with the yeah. Print.
1: yeah Oh, man. It, it may absolutely. be true. I assume you know it was. Yeah, a a once, once, they, once they've selected him, then the smoke goes up and everyone. Yeah. We
0: don't so know much about the Pope. No. I don't think there's a lot of talk about the Pope. We mm-hmm. used to be a Catholic country, I think. We're not really a Catholic country anymore. Tim McAfee, fun fact, went to Central Catholic in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. With? Dan Marino oh, graduated man. the same class as Dan Marino
3: that guy was cold.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ice cold Always a blizzard when Dan was around From what I've been told What's interesting here is uh, These people were praying while looking at the Ferrari Father, Son, Holy Lambo, Spirit sorry, that was you on got to bless
1: me. your Lambo before you drive yeah.
0: it. Uh, Surely. And I think, I think the Pope is even given a little best wishes thing This guy's doing the uh, Matthew McConaughey thing. <laughs> This guy has just no clue what's going on this guy's like, uh, I'm actually a Jewish man, but <laughs> I have a good time here. <laughs> I shouldn't have
1: this. Should never have given you this screen. It's awesome. It, yeah. awesome. it is awesome.
0: It is absolutely awesome. I think this relationship with Dazone's going to do well. Mm-hmm.
1: For as long as they keep giving you things, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like any good relationship.
0: Yeah. That's the way what, we like it. You just got real deep there. I'll let you know. Just got real, real, real <laughs> deep right there. Do you like American football?
1: I don't want to say no but i won't say yes
0: did you listen to um, mark schlayer's interview I'm,
1: earlier today a little bit yeah i was busy doing other things <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: me too i mean what do you want from me well
1: you were doing your work and i was doing my work
0: what was the biggest problem with this studio oh, oh that's a good question thank you you're welcome
1: uh um, appreciate that man probably the workflow side of it what do you mean by that so like bringing graphics in, moving video around, yeah. sending things back and
3: forth. Anything to do with Zito. Uh, Z- <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically <laughs> with,
1: with Zito. So is Zito the yeah, point man right in between? It's basically everything between Zito and Foxy. That's the, the only, most complicated area.
0: The only issue we have had in building this six-figure studio revolves around two men, yeah. Zito and Foxy. Yeah. You guys are going to figure it out. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what you guys do. Yep. Yeah. I saw a little bit of stress in Foxy's eyes, though. <laughs> yeah, yesterday. You're not lying. And I saw some deer in the headlights look at Zito. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it was locked on the whole that's, time. That's just diabetes on its way. <laughs> <laughs> Zito do not deserve that. We don't deserve. This. I, can eat, can I, I can eat grapefruit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we don't deserve the studio. Zito didn't deserve that. Uh, Petro, we're so lucky you went to work for us uh, in the studio and made an incredible, it's incredible. We're yeah, very well, lucky. You're welcome. We're excited. It's been
1: great, great getting to meet you all, hang out with you all, Hopefully, too much time together.
0: A lot of time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I was about Too much to, time. Hey, I was about to just disappear. <laughs> I never talked to anybody again. We had close to 70 people in our office, it felt like, the last couple of days. Pat was getting tapped on the shoulder every like 35 <laughs> seconds. Oh, can it's I get your ear for furious. something? <laughs> I, I
3: I <laughs> back hey, hey, can i borrow you it for was 80 percent the same person though
0: <laughs> yeah but but it was a lot of questions that had needed answers <laughs> i just didn't expect to have to do them right in the middle of everything happening but i'm happy we're here it's like the preseason. it's like training camp you uh-huh. get sick of everything until the regular season happens i was about to disappear uh after the last two days of everybody from the zone in this office everybody from everywhere in this office but this morning, we kicked off the live radio show. Everything went out, yeah. went off without a hitch. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Hey, and now we get... Hey. Now we go. Now we go. Now we now go. We go. Yeah. Now we go.
1: Day one done.
0: Hardest day of the year.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: People say, you never, never, ever forget your first day.
2: Yep.
0: I'll remember Triple H on the line. i remember our first caller, Josh, uh, upsetting the Pope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And possibly getting us canceled from an entire country, the boot country. Uh, I'll remember just go ahead and flowing and recreating the NFL o- overtime rules. I remember Schlaerth, and I'll never forget that the only problem this studio has is Zito and Fox.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You've summed it up.
0: Yeah, this has been an awesome day. Uh, cheers to all of oh, you. That's, that's strong. Uh, what are we doing? <laughs> What's, there, wasn't, there was no reason for that. Too much power. There Too much cool. power in my hands.
1: Oh. take buttons away from them, don't worry. Uh, yeah, I guess.
0: Um, <laughs> I'll you something in front of it. <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back on Thursday. Heartland Radio is out tomorrow. Live radio show, ten to noon, Eastern Standard Time, all week. We're giving away an Escalade. You have to watch mm-hmm. to win the Escalade. The way it's working, Zito is what
3: keywords every single day for the
0: next uh, four days, and then you l- lump days. them together. Yep. And then on Friday afternoon, we're giving away a Cadillac Escalade, but mm-hmm. you have to watch to win Mm -hmm. it's a 2017 escalade not a lot of miles a lot of buttons i hate it i bet you'll love it Get it out of my driveway and into yours just by watching the Pat McAfee Show live
3: on DAZN. So, and don't just go sign up on DAZN all willy-nilly. Go no. find the links that we put out there. Use that link. Because we get 20 bucks per. <laughs> yeah. And
0: somebody has to pay for the studio. <laughs> That's right. the It's all about
3: kickbacks. And yes.
0: Somebody's got to pay for Petro's flight back to Los Angeles with us. <laughs> That's his. right. I'm still stuck here. How long are you here for?
1: Should I get a flight?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did anybody ask us how long we wanted you here? There was never even a thought. That doesn't matter now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He told me he was off to China next.
0: Are you? That's in a couple of weeks, yeah. Do you say China? China. Oh no. China. It's because you went to that school at the BBC. That's right. By the way, BBC also means something very different.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it does. I just
0: Googled it. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> do and now everything's, do gonna gonna <laughs> <laughs> now everything's gonna crash on the screen. Now everything's gonna crash. Uh, we can't thank you enough. Thanks for fucksing with us. Have an incredible day from myself, Gumpy, Petro, Nick, Diggs, Todd McComas, Foxy, Zito, Ty Schmidt, and everybody else from the zone and our office. We can't thank you enough. Thanks for fucksing with us. Ty Schmidt, hit the music. Uh.
5: Good morning. Ooh. Wake up, Mr. West, Mr. West, Mr. Fresh, Mr. By himself he's so impressed. I mean, damn, did you even see the test? You got D's, motherfucker D's. Rosie Perez, and yes, barely passed. Any in every class, looking at every app, cheated on every test. I guess this is my dissertation, homie. This sh- this basic. Welcome to graduation. Good morning. Good morning Detroit where it cleaned up From the streets of the league From an eighth to a key But you graduate when you make it up out of the streets From the moments of pain Look how far we done came Haters saying you changed Now you doing your thing Good morning Scared of the future while I hop in the DeLorean Scared to face the world, complacent career student Some people graduate but be still stupid They tell you read this, eat this, don't look around Just peep this, preach us, teach us, Jesus Okay, look up now, they done stole your streetness After all of that, you receive this Good morning Hustlers, that's if you're still living Get on down Every time that we hit them, good morning Hustlers, that's if you're still living Get on down. Every time that we hit them, good morning. Hustle us, that's if you're still living. Get on down. Every time that we hit them, good morning. Hustle us, that's if you're still living. Get on down.